good morning. Queenslanders are facing the threat of yet another cyclone brewing in the Coral Sea. Residents across southern parts of the state are counting the cost of this week's deluge. Many of them are demanding an investigation into why they weren't given more warning of the weather disaster. More than 150 homes in Bray Park alone were damaged and many in Beechmere are still waiting for water levels to recede. Premier Stephen Miles has promised an investigation as the mammoth clean-up begins. Major flood watches remain for the Condamine, Mooney and Flinders rivers with severe weather expected in the state's northwest today. There have been dramatic scenes on the Gold Coast after two cars collided, trapping a driver inside. It happened at an intersection at Southport. While emergency crews worked to free the trapped man, officers pinned the driver of the second car to the ground and arrested him. No charges have been laid as yet. Two people were taken to hospital in a stable condition. A man has been charged over a stabbing attack at Randwick in Sydney's east. The victim is a 47-year-old woman and she's recovering in hospital this morning. Security video shows tradies sprinting to help her, performing a citizen's arrest while waiting for police to arrive. The man is accused of stabbing her several times with a paint scraper. He will face domestic violence charges in court today. After 13 consecutive interest rate hikes, there's finally good news for mortgage holders with record low inflation numbers over December. Let's go live to Ben Downey for the details. Good morning, Ben. What does this mean for next week's RBA decision? Morning, Jody. It effectively rules out any prospect rates would increase and means the cycle of rises is now over. But still, it raises the prospect of a rate cut as early as June. The larger than expected drop takes inflation to a two-year low. Here are some of the numbers. In September, the consumer price index reached 1.2%, but by December, the rate of growth had halved to just 0.6%. At the same time, underlying annual inflation also dropped by nearly a full percentage point. It means interest rate falls are predicted to follow. The market's predicting the rate cut around that June-July mark, close to the time the government's stage three tax cuts are due to come in. Economists predicting two, even three cuts by the end of the year. That's hundreds of dollars per month. Households will be better off doesn't mean the end of strain on the household budget, though. A green survey finding Australians are skipping meals and avoiding expensive fruit and veg, with one in three Australians spending an extra $100 on their weekly shop two years ago. Still, this latest news is welcome news for everyone feeling the pinch in the cost of living crisis. Jody, Sure is, Ben. Thank you. Senator Lydia Thorpe has thrown her support behind Indigenous activists who say they will camp at Melbourne's King's Domain until the land is handed back to the Indigenous community. The senator's uncle, prominent Aboriginal activist Robbie Thorpe, says the group will stay forever unless the sacred site is returned to the people of the Kulin Nation. It comes after parkland in the city's north was returned to traditional owners. The fate of Donald Trump's business empire could hang in the balance this morning, with the judge expected to announce his ruling in the New York civil fraud trial. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester in New York. Good morning, Tim. There's a lot at stake. 
morning, Jody. Yes, New York is here waiting today to see whether the court case will drop in which we could see billionaire Donald Trump made a bankrupt overnight. At least that's the way some are uh, summing up the potential in this case. The New York Attorney General investigating 11 years in which uh, she says Donald Trump and his uh, two sons, Eric and Donald Jr., routinely overestimated the value of uh, the assets of their companies, sometimes by 2,000% or more, to gain tax advantages uh, in particular, and also to gain cheaper loans. She claims that the value of the money they managed to gain by doing this was around 370 to 380 million US dollars, more than half a billion dollars equivalent, and she's seeking that penalty on them and also a barring of Donald Trump from life from being able to do business in the very city where he developed his real estate empire. A judge has already found him uh, guilty essentially of fraud, that fraud was committed. The question is what's the penalty for that? Uh, New York now holding its collective breath to see whether its most famous real estate son really is buried by a court ruling or can survive it. Jody. OK, Tim Lester on Court Watch there in New York. Thank you. Iran has issued a stark warning as Joe Biden locks in revenge for a deadly drone strike on US troops in Jordan. Tehran is threatening to respond decisively to any attack on its territory, interests or people. The US president says he knows how he'll retaliate but isn't looking for a wider war. Joe Biden blames radical Iran-backed militant groups operating in Syria and Iraq for the attack. A leaked photo of a Sydney Harbour shark attack survivor is under investigation after it circulated online. The sensitive photo shows the bitten leg of victim Lauren O'Neill, who was swimming in Elizabeth Bay when she was attacked by a bull shark. The photo appears to have been taken of her from inside the emergency department soon after she arrived. Lauren has emerged from a long night of surgery and she is expected to make a full recovery. All states and territories bar one are banding together, demanding more public school funding than the current offer from the federal government. The Commonwealth's proposed to increase its share of cash by 2.5%. Western Australia has signed on, but the other states and territories are refusing, saying more is needed to attract and keep teachers. New data shows Queenslanders waiting longer for an ambulance than at any other time in the past 10 years. Patients are waiting more than 25 minutes on average, which is almost seven minutes longer than pre-COVID levels. The state's ambulance service is under the highest demand in the country. The Powerball jackpot has ballooned to $200 million this week. It's the biggest prize ever offered by an Australian lottery game. Half of all Australian adults are predicted to buy a ticket. It follows six consecutive draws without a Division I winner. Checking Thursday's weather now, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 30 degrees. Cloudy and 28 in Sydney today, cloud clearing a top of 32 in Canberra. Partly cloudy heading for 25 in Melbourne, becoming windy and partly cloudy, 23 for Hobart. Adelaide mostly sunny heading for 28, Perth sunny and 41 degrees and Darwin a shower or two and a possible storm a top of 32.